Welcome to the Manifesting Clarity Podcast, where we work together to help you receive the answers to your big what's next question. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Roth. I'm excited to share how my journey of building a business as a massage therapist and herbalist has led me to my biggest passion, clarity coaching. My deepest desire is to help you create a life you absolutely love. So with each episode, I'll bring you firsthand stories and proven methods from industry leaders who have faced challenging decisions and stepped into their power to unlock a life of their dreams. It's my intention to bring you inspiration and answers so you can navigate your life's next big step. Hey everyone, super excited to be here with you on this amazing Wednesday morning. I spoke a little bit about Jennifer last week in the podcast and I am stoked to bring her here with you today. So I met Jen, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago, I guess really like maybe even a, has it been a year, quite a year somewhere? Yeah. There? Yeah. But in real life, a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. In person. So we, um, we both have similar shared beliefs, I would say, and I'll let you elaborate into that and, or completely nix it and, and tell me if, if that's not true, but we have been women who are entrepreneurs building our businesses, building ourselves, diving into personal growth and development, really, I'd say fierce independent women who are proud of who we are, what we're doing, what we're up to. And I have so much um, just respect and gratitude for you, Jen, and how you are showing up in the world, what you're doing, being the mom that you are, being the business owner and, and woman that you are and wife and so much more. You're um, appreciation for family and everything that you're up to. But what we really believe as business owners is investing in ourselves, investing in our mindset, investing in tools and resources. And not everyone is willing to truly like kind of put the gap aside and just dive in. I feel like there's some of us that are like, okay, raise our hand. Here we are. We're ready. Like whatever it takes, we're, we're willing to do that. So we've been willing to invest in some things maybe before we have the resources to do it or pull resources from somewhere else in order to really invest in our business. And the reason I share this with you is we met in a mastermind. I believe that's what it's called, yeah. right? Um, and it was set up really neat. Like every day there was something that we could connect into, into this larger group of other entrepreneurs. And our focus at that point is Shopify, building our platform, how to utilize it the best way we can, tapping into a fantastic mentor who had great experience, um, and, uh, response, right? And the ability to grow that business that he did. And so thanks, Brian, for, for introducing us to one another and bringing us together and, and creating that networking group. And <laughs> thank you to Allison J. Prince. We also went through um, her program. So that might be talked about throughout this entire thing. We'll definitely have Allison on at some point in the future and um, just love to talk more about 
where Jennifer started and how you started. So I'm just in a minute going to have you introduce yourself, who you are, what you're up to, what you're building. You're doing a phenomenal job of getting in front of media and PR and just so much. Um, So I'm sure you'll be on the podcast a handful of times because there's so much that we can talk about. We could talk for days to you about building a business and how much we believe in it and love it. Um, But through these programs, we have invested in ourselves and we've really chosen to figure out how to streamline things. And when I started my business nine years ago, and I know you have a couple businesses, Jennifer, so I'm not sure when you started your first one, but um, there weren't the resources and tools that there are now. There weren't the groups. Well, maybe there were, but I personally wasn't aware of them. And the more I learn about these, it's like, oh my gosh, this is phenomenal. They, these people just reach their hand out and literally walk you step by step through everything you need to know in order to how to be successful in your business. So um, I'm going to quit chatting here and let you introduce yourself and share who, who you are, what you're up to, this beautiful brand that you have that have created and built um, and why it's important to you. But then as we dive in, I my biggest question is, how do you know when you're ready to leave the position that you're in or the place that you're showing up in the world and step into that next best place. So often, so many people are asking, but, but how do you know, how do you know? And for me, it's, you just, it, it all aligns. Right. And we've had these conversations over and over again, but go ahead. And, and who are you? What are you, what are you up to in the world? Thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Jen. Such a, crazy journey and amazing we've been on but so I'm Jennifer I'm a mom to two kids and almost three I'm pregnant at the time um so I have been a public school teacher for 11 years Uh, I resigned a few years ago I think two or three years ago after my second daughter was born but during that time I was super passionate I love teaching I work with primarily um, low-income students who were first-generation, who I felt really connected to. They were all um, uh, children of immigrants, and as am I. And so it was an amazing experience. And then that whole time, too, I had another company, a jewelry company, that I just started from scratch with no, nothing like Jen was talking about, no programs, no coaching, no masterminds. I just started selling jewelry. And one thing led to another, and I did that the whole time I was teaching. Uh, so when I had my second daughter, I was able to be at home. I thought my dream was to be a stay-at-home mom, and I had not accidentally built this business, but in a way, built like a successful wholesale business where I was selling to boutiques and resorts, and I still run that business. Um, but from there, after I reached my dream of becoming a stay-at-home mom, I realized motherhood was really hard, and I struggled so much after my second with postpartum struggles and physical, mental, everything, and that's when I launched the second jewelry company, Tough as a Mother Chime. So it's, and that's where I am now, like just focusing on that, and it's a whole different business strategy for me, so it's been a, it's been a wild ride, but it's been fun. Yeah. And, and I think paying attention to your energy, right? Really paying attention to what's serving you, what's not. And sometimes we take a leap of faith and we choose to not work any longer. And we choose to really dedicate all of our time to being a mom and 
it's not as aligned as we thought it might be, right? So whether that's a position that you've taken somewhere else and you want to go back and do what you were doing before, or you're ready to take the next leap of faith and figure out what that next piece is, it's important that you're paying attention and you're not staying stuck or living in the shoulds of of life or the I could have done this or that kind of thing, right? Regret just lays really heavy on us. And so at what point did you know that you wanted to um, really rev things back up or choose something different than, than spending your whole, whole day as, as mom, which is incredible. And, and kudos to every single woman on the planet that that's your calling. If that's what you love to do and you want to be with your kids full time and you still are in a way. So it's, it's really neat to see how you set up your day. And we'll have to talk about that a bit too, but you have really conscious choice as to what you're doing and how you're showing up and, and the vitality that you have at certain times of the day and how you're paying attention to that. Um, so when did, when did you, well, there's so many, so many places. So let's go, let's go all the way back to, um, as a teacher, how did you know, or what was showing up for you? What clues were there for you to, listen a, a bit deeper, a bit more to, to make a, a pivot at that point. And then we'll talk about the next pivot. Yeah, that's such a great question. And I really didn't have the tools or the clarity or even like the, I know I wasn't happy anymore, but I just thought like, and I think so many people like in hindsight, it's like, well, of course, like <laughs> I remember like now I'm very pregnant and my husband is like helping me when you're so pregnant, like to move you out of bed. And the other day he even said like, I remember doing this some days when you were teaching. And I was like, it was such a moment, like, God, yeah. Like I didn't want to get out of bed to go to work. And he's comparing it to like me almost delivering a baby, but it was like this funny connection. I was like, that is so true. And, but I was just in it. You get in a career, you're like doing it and you don't even realize maybe how unhappy you are. Cause you know, you have good days and bad days and whatever, but I was truly getting so burnt out as a teacher. And, but I kept saying, well, I love that. I'm so passionate about it. And like trying to come up with like, I should stay. Cause what else do I have? I mean, I did have this other business, but I didn't even think of it as a business at the time. Cause my identity was such a teacher. Um, but I think, and I had no tools, like I wasn't reflecting, like Jen has introduced me to like the clarity tools and just working on all of these, these, like being able to look at a chart, like I'm very visual. And so like the, the charts that I have to look at or the words and, and now, yeah, just the tool set, I think I would have probably stopped teaching earlier if I would have, you know, but everything happens when it happens, but I wasn't happy anymore. And I didn't even know how unhappy I was at the time because I was just in it and it was just like a career. And of course I thought like, this is what I'm doing. Like that'd be wild to just all of a sudden change careers. Like I couldn't even think of that as an opportunity, even though I wasn't happy anymore. Um, so, wow. I think it just happened. Like, I think there was just, I can't even remember the moment that well, actually it was in 2020 when I went back from maternity leave and I had a five month old and a two year old and we resumed teaching. It was March, 2020. And I just going to go back to work. And we, then we went virtual and it was like so hard. And that's when like some of my major struggles happened because here I'm trying to serve these students and working around the clock. And I'm trying to like breastfeed my baby and have a two year old. I lost all my breast milk and I had a lot of 
struggles like anxiety and depression so much and postpartum physical struggles. And so I think that's, that is the moment. Yeah. I just like hit a low. I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't. I remember when I couldn't feed my kid anymore. I know, I think it's because the stress and anxiety of trying to work and public school teach. I'm like, I'm serving nobody. I can't help these kids. I can't even feed my own child. Like I remember she was five months old. I'm like, that was a moment where I'm like, something's done here. <laughs> like I'm not helping anybody. I'm helping no one. So that's the moment actually reflecting when I was like, okay, we're going to have to make a change. So that's when I, it was like looking at my baby that I couldn't feed that I was like, this part of my life has got to put pause. And that's when I put in actually to resign teaching. So, but it took me getting to a super low point to realize I mean, to like seeing my kid not be able to eat, I was like, I should have saw these like red flags earlier, but everything happened very fast. Um, so that was the first moment where I'm like, we're going to have to make a big life change here. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like so many people can relate to the anxiety, right. And the stress that you're talking about of in- including not wanting to get out of bed. Like not only were you nine months pregnant at that point, And so physically it was a bit challenging and you're exhausted, but the energetic exhaustion that sets in from doing something that isn't totally fulfilling. Right. And, and even though your work night might might not be completely fulfilling, we want to look for things throughout the day that are fulfilling to us that will then continue to serve. So when you notice that something isn't in alignment, reach out for help or support or do whatever you possibly can. I love that you brought in, you know, the visualization of this, the set of tools, and we'll make sure to put uh, a link in the show notes so that you can get access to what we're talking about. It's a bit challenging to describe and explain and even getting to work with Jennifer. I know she's like, can you explain this to me? A, A good handful of times it takes a minute, but, um, it is helpful to have someone else to bounce things off of, and especially a supportive spouse like you have. And that's something not everybody has either. So reaching out to a friend or some that, someone that you can trust that will feed something back to you to figure out where am I in my path and my journey. And I, it is one of my biggest prayers for the world that we get to reduce anxiety because it's not something that we have to experience. We can make a different choice. We can wake up in a new and a different way. So making that pivot, taking that leap of faith, that's awesome. You woke up as a stay-at-home mom, something that you thought you wanted to do. (laughs) Yeah, there I was living my dream. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's something that we do, right? Like I definitely pivoted from massage therapy. I It was a passion of mine. I loved doing it, but I was exhausted at the end of the day. And I remember waking up and saying, oh my gosh, is this what I'm going to do for the next 40 or 50 years of my life? Like, I, this isn't, this isn't what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely not what I came here to do. So in that portion, I started Birds and Bees Teas, which is also another passion of mine, but it didn't light me up a hundred percent. So this is step two for you and your journey or the next step, one of your next steps. So, so tell us what that looked like and how you decided that that wasn't serving you. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it is so interesting because whether it's like a fulfillment, like teaching, I was clearly not in it for the money. Like I was doing, I had more money in my side hobby in my first company, but I kept teaching because I, I liked it. Um, and then I became a stay at home mom, obviously not for the money. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is still not where I want to be. And how, like, you know, you make these stories, like, how could I not be happy? This is what I asked for. It's, 
it's not a money thing. It's not a fulfillment thing. It's like, is this where I want to be? And so when I hit that low of how hard um, motherhood was, I always believed in my jewelry and my stones. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to put aside, not put aside, but I really pumped the brakes on my first company so that I started designing jewelry that said like tough and all my stones. And I just started wearing it for myself. And then I had another moment where I was just like, I want to serve moms and I'm going to give up money now. So before I gave up, like what was fulfilling, like the teaching was really fulfilling, you know, stayed at home. And then my company was doing fine. I was like, I'm going to pump the brakes on this. So now I'm going to give up all the money and see how that goes. Cause I really want to pursue my passion of serving, um, moms with the jewelry. And that's when I launched that. But I knew with my time constraints, like it'd be hard to balance the kids, the other company, the new company. So I was like, something's got to give. So I really pumped the brakes on that company and gave up the money for launching the new company. So that's where I'm at. And I feel super fulfilled. Like in this moment, I feel good, like about what I'm doing, but I'm just learning in the process. And honestly, like having more tools that I didn't have before and realizing like, I am clear, like I am in alignment and I know what it feels like to not be like emotionally or financially or whatever it is. Um, it's, it's really, cause I feel like now I can tackle like more challenges, not necessarily easier, but like with more, like I feel stronger in my decisions because I feel like I'm just growing as a person, obviously. And the more tools I get, I can just maybe see things faster or reflect quicker instead of like letting things drag on perhaps. And I think that's been super powerful. So it's all just such a journey. So that's where I am now. Like you said, I, I, I choose to work on my new company because I love it. Tough as mother tribe. And I wake up really early. That's when I feel good. It's quiet. The kids are asleep. I work from like 5 a.m. to like eight or eight 30 or nine. And then I'm with my kids and then I'll put in like another hour at nap time. And sometimes at night, because I really want to work, like I'm excited and I love it. So I feel like at the end of the day, I feel a good balance of being a mom, almost the waking hours uh, my kids have, and then pursuing what fills me up right now um, as an entrepreneur and, and working on this new company. Yeah, when I first built, started to build Birds and Bees Teas and would walk in to sell wholesale to specialty boutique stores, my heart was just full. Like getting to walk in and observe a mom with a baby in a carrier on her all day. Like she was still able, just because she became a mom, didn't mean that anything needed to change. Right. And it is remarkable to me to listen to the women. Kathy Heller being one who started her podcast, I think the week that her baby was born or something like that, or the week after, like whatever it is that is in your heart, listen to it. And the moments and time. So there were a couple of key things. So two things I, I want to ask more about your stones. Cause that is something that for me personally shifted what I feel like my level of massive gratitude and respect for you in the world and what you're doing, what you're up to. These stones are incredible. And Jennifer's work is absolutely beautiful. And then there was one piece that we were talking about the other, other day about um, maybe some of this um, anxiety or what you were feeling when you were staying at home full-time with the kids. What, what was it that you and your, your husband had a conversation about that allowed you to 
choose. And, and the other thing that I love in hearing your story is you're not full time in your business. I mean, you, you're any, as a business owner, we're always on that's, that's without a doubt. You're constantly responding to something until we get robust enough teams in place to support everything that we're doing. But um, what were the key pieces that you paid attention to and that you had a conversation with your husband about that allowed you to know you wanted to shift into work again? And, and what does work mean to you? Yeah, I think it was probably him noticing before myself, of course, like, and he would say stuff like, wow, you're so frustrated. Like, he's so calm. And I'm like, I'm fine. Like, let me just be a full-time mom. This is what I want. Don't tell me what to do. Like, I'm happy. And I'm like, God, he's right. Like, this is so hard and I'm not so happy, but I like didn't want to admit it because I thought like, this is what I said I wanted. I'm living my dream. Like, well, that would be so like ungrateful to now be like, I don't want to just be a stay at home mom. Like this is harder than I thought. And it's something's missing for me. Um, so I think it was probably hearing it from him until I put my stubbornness aside and been like, okay, well, what do I need to do here? And every time I would talk to him about my business ideas or whatever, I would just light up just like, I think when we talk and it's just like, I can go on and on and talk all day about jewelry and moms and all these things. And, uh, so it was probably hearing it from him first and then being like, oh gosh, that's so true. And then once I launched the company and I like what my vision was like to help moms with the stones or the healing properties, or I went through miscarriage and a lot of difficult times. And I always designed pieces to help me through that process. Like there's an angel wing or a piece of moon, rainbow moonstone to remember like the baby I lost or whatever. When people, I would get messages from people who bought the jewelry. I felt so fulfilled because I'm like, it's not just me. Like, this is how I I'm healing in my journey of motherhood, celebrating like the joyous and the raw parts. But it was really when I got messages from other people, like, wow, this is really like helping, like it helped me. So it was just so rewarding that it just keeps me going. Yeah. Uh, it's so fun. And it, when did you start this, this chapter, this business? Last year in February. So all right. Just- and you all like, I didn't know anything about Jennifer when I saw her website, but I'm in this mastermind with her and she's talking and learning, carving out this very precious time in her day away from her family in order to continue to do this. So a year ago, January, is that what you said? In February. Yeah. February. And she's already been in parents, romper, Forbes, Buzzfeed. Like you are just, you're knocking it out of the park with your PR. You're the, like massive presence that you bring into the world is remarkable. So you're aligned with what you want to do. It becomes effortless. Like, yes, that's not to say it doesn't take work. It's not to say that it doesn't take time, but you're excited to get up in the morning and work before you spend your entire day with your kids. And that's the energy and vitality that I personally am desiring and asking all of you listeners to tap into. Like what parts of your day do you feel that energy, that spark, that excitement? Because those are the clues that will take us to the next place. And even your next pivot might not be your be all end all, right? That's 
been the case for myself. It sounds like it's the same for, or something similar for you too. And, um, and so then, so do you want to talk a little bit about, um, we're going to have to have an entire session about PR and how you get your brand in front of people, because I've been in business for nine years and I hadn't even like, I don't know, I've been on the news here and there, whatever, but it definitely, so was that a focus for you right out of the gate? No, I honestly, not at all. I didn't even know what PR, like, I think I Googled PR. So I think an important thing that I'll share is in this, I can remember hearing podcasts and I'm very, I am spiritual, but I'm, I'm like still on my journey and becoming like just more understanding. And so when I would hear people be like, I stepped into my comfort zone and everything started or I stepped out of my comfort zone. I stepped into my fear and I'd be like, Oh, gee whiz. Like this really, did you do that? And then that's really what happened to me. Like I'm very introverted and I was afraid to share my story. Like I didn't want to talk about miscarriage. I was afraid so I went on an, an app where it was just audio only and started talking. It was a personal challenge every day. This is before I had a website for like one week. I went on and I practiced my 30 second pitch. They'd call it like, just what do you do? What do you sell? Whatever. And I just went on there for myself. And I was like, I'm Jennifer and I sell jewelry to help moms heal, whatever. And I did that for a week straight. And there was just somebody listening that like heard my story. And um, that's when, how everything started. And that's how I ended up in like major publicity of, you know, getting in with the celebrities and meeting Viola Davis and Angela Bassett and all of these people. And then that quickly turned into like over a hundred plus PR hits. And like you mentioned, all this publicity, but it was never in my plan. I never, it all started. I just shared my story literally. And once I stepped into my fear of sharing my story all these doors. I'm like that person on the podcast, like, Oh really? You just like stepped into your fear. I'm like, yeah, I did. I like sat down like what is really hard for me. Like, I don't want to share this. So I'm going to go practice on a place that feels safe. Cause I didn't have to show my face or anything. And I just started there and I just started sharing and talking about it. And then more people heard. And then I, I got my first social media account. I didn't have Instagram before. And then I like, okay, I'll practice on the stories. Cause they start talking about Instagram stories. And I just kept sharing my story and did things that made me super uncomfortable. And honestly, that's when things started going like faster and crazier. And I was just, I didn't even know. I was like, wait, I don't have my website launch. Like, let me get that up. Um, so I didn't pursue it. And then I was talking to someone. She's like, well, you need some help. I'm like, I do. She's like, do you have a PR agent? I'm like, no. So I finally got a little bit of help, like with all of the incoming like requests and stuff. Cause it was, I didn't want to handle it. I didn't know how to handle it, but, um, and actually after a couple of months of like so much publicity, I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I cut it off, um, because it was just too hard for me. Like I personally going back to like becoming more reflective, like I really would notice when I did a, like a lot of TV, like interviews and stuff. And I would just be dead the rest of the day. Like when I had to do a TV interview, that was, like uh, national or something, I would just be so tired and drained and like, it gave me anxiety after. And so I was like, this is not fun. Cause I want to be with my kids and have fun all day. So honestly, people, the journey did start with a lot of publicity, but I'm grateful that 
I realized like a couple months in uh, the frenzy, which really helped with my brand awareness. I'm grateful for that, but it wasn't personally fulfilling. So like I could have kept riding that train and I was like, nope, I'm done. I don't care. Like this isn't feeling good for me and my family. And so I just took no to any more PR for now. And yeah, that was, I'm proud of myself for like learning quickly. I'm like, wow, like people like you're on TV, you're this. I'm like, yeah, but I, I, I don't feel good after like it drained me. Some people thrive in that environment for me. It like drained my soul. So I put a stop on that. Um, but it was great while it lasted and maybe when it feels good again, I'll do more interviews or something, but yeah, it's incredibly powerful. Paying attention to what fuels us and what knocks our lights out is so important. It is so important. And for some reason, our culture has taught us to do the opposite of that. Like push through, keep going, do whatever it takes. Don't rest, don't sleep. Like, And I'm finding that to be complete opposite. And I had very similar situation with coaching. So built up a massage practice, built birds and BSTs, and neither of them were like really it. And as I stepped into coaching, it took off and it was so similar, right? Like I I went through a training and now it was like, go teach that training. I had never like spoke in front of a group of people or done that, but I, there was something different, right? There was something different with that one that I decided I'm going to go get outside of my comfort zone even more, super similar to what you're just describing. So listen to that as well. And as I did, it was instant. Like the first person I spoke to talked to five people and they all started referring and just kept going and going and going and going. So I realized that not only are these tools incredibly powerful for myself, but I had this desire to just share it. Not even, there wasn't money focused behind it. It wasn't just like you explained earlier, right? Like you stepped away from the detaching from an outcome, releasing that outcome and really stepping into what lights your heart on fire, or even if it's not fully, but there's something there that's intriguing, that's different than the others. And I as well did not have a website. I didn't have like, people would be like, where do I go? What could I look up? I don't have anything for you. I have these three tools that I could show you and describe and we can hop on a call or I could do a zoom call and show you what they are. And if it fits, it fits. If it doesn't great, (laughs) like not going to try to talk anybody into this. Um, so that is really fun for entrepreneurs because I feel like we could have a whole conversation about branding and choosing a name and and all of that. And I've even gotten to see you shape shift your brand and how you want to present it over the last year. And that's been really powerful. And each time it lights you up more and more because you're learning so much more about who you want to sell to, how you want to empower these moms, what you're up to. So before um, we wrap up, I want to talk about your your product because it is phenomenal. I'm personally wearing it. I don't know that I've taken this necklace off since the day that I received it. Um, and this morning I was like, oh my gosh, I got to pop on and, and buy some earrings. So <laughs> this is what I read when I opened this up and Jennifer's packaging, her branding, all of it. If you are starting a brand please just go take a look at it because you, you, I don't know, brands to me is really important. And especially coming from more of the herbal world, no disrespect to anybody, but there's a lot of, at least what I observed over time was 
herbs or teas that are fantastic um, in a paper bag or with like the branding just wasn't quite aligned um, with what I wanted to bring out into the world. And so I spent a lot of time and energy and effort with quality people doing that. Um, And so this says, oh my, is it hard to wait when you are a worried mama? But Clear Quartz promotes patience, perseverance, and perseverance over worry and struggle. The energy you get from this stone will remind you to carry on through carry on through trying times and long and difficult phases. And that I am not a mom. So most people from birds and bees teas, because I built a tea company focused on fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum ask how old my kids are. And we don't have kiddos yet. So it's always interesting, but I don't believe that there's a person on the planet that can't relate to this but moms more specifically. So that's something too, that we could talk about all day long in another episode, which would be niching down into a specific area, just because you're super focused and dialed in doesn't mean that your product still isn't great for everyone. So this means so much to me from building the brand and getting to work with the moms that I have as a doula and on and on and on with all the things. Um, But as a business owner, like every single day, this means so much to me, like, okay, let's work on patience. I'm going to work on persevering today and continuing. And you have your tough as mother um, bracelets and and all of those kind of things. And I've had a vision for a really long time of creating these affirmations. So women can wear this on their body or see it during labor and birth. And the, the power that you're putting out into the world to empower others is, is profound. So um, anything that we can share, or do you want to let us know where you can find the products and, and maybe we'll come back and, and talk about each of them at, at another time too. <laughs> no, you did a great job. Yeah. I think what was important to me is obviously the stones having impact for moms and women. Um, and then, like you said, I try to include meaningful things that will serve the people I'm trying to serve. And besides like the little cards you get, I also include a um, positive affirmation card that women moms can put up. So like a cute little affirmation. And then we also give back for each. Yeah, that's the affirmation card. For each sale, we give back a Tupper's Mother bracelet to a mom who's miscarried because it is so common. And that's like the reason I started. My first piece was a bracelet that said tough. So I'm just super into the whole, it's like the whole thing for me. Like when you get a piece of jewelry, I want you to, that little affirmation card, I'm like, that's so valuable too. Like make sure you put that up and then make sure you know you're supporting somebody. Like I think it's not just a piece of jewelry. Like that's what I learned from the other company that was like, yeah, here shipping jewelry to, to boutiques. And that was fun, but there it went and I got the money. But like with this, it's just so much more fulfilling knowing this. It's just so much more than jewelry to me. And I think that's what lights me up. So thanks for the opportunity, Jen. It's it's been fun chatting with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Your energy and vitality is um, it's, it's palpable. And the way you light up when you talk about things that you love, I even just saw, this is a complete side note, but um, you talked to me about mountain biking and that being a passion of yours at one point. And I've always wanted to do it, but it's one of those things where I'm like, Ooh, do I really want to go down a mountain in a, on a bike? Like that's intense through the trees, whatever. I don't know. And this morning, 
it's it's not a surprise. Um, synchronicity. I took our neighbor's daughter to summer camp at her school, and outside of the school is a whole bunch of adults. And she's like, "What are the parents doing over there?" And they're in training for mountain biking, and they're going. They're learning how to go down steps. And I was like, "Oh yes!" So every single day, there are clues to lead us closer to our passion. And they're going to continue to show up and they won't go away. So Jennifer and I have had multiple conversations about her teaching me how to mountain bike. And of course, this morning I went and did that just before. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I got to say, I get to go sign up for one of those classes. I'm going to go find that, build my confidence, see if it's a fit. And if it is great, go with it. And if it's not, then go find that next clue and pay attention to it as well. So um how can people find you? And uh, is there anything else you want to share about your brand? Yeah, so it's toughasamothertribe.com and on Instagram, toughasamothertribe. So yeah, it's just been fun chatting and just appreciate the time. Yeah, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you all have a wonderful day and, and go out and find those clues. Well, see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Manifesting Clarity. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps others to find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.